Hey there, ladies and gentlemen, and thanks for tuning in to our 400th episode. You've tuned into The Great Exchange, and this podcast is dedicated to looking at the world through gospel glasses, and we are very excited to bring you our 400th episode. It's a crazy marker. We've yeah. 400, dude. That's four times a century. Cuatro centro. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> And you're just so serious about that number, too. <laughs> I'm great. pretty sure that's Italian, right? The Quattro Centro. Um, anyways. It's something. It's something. Uh, it's something. Yeah. But yeah. 400 episodes. 400 episodes. It's a lot, man. Who would have thought? Mm-hmm. Six years later, 400 episodes. When we s- started this thing, it was like, let's just... Well, it wasn't even me that was wanting to do this. And I always remember this because it was you that wanted to do a podcast, and it was Cal, our former co-host and occasional host on the on the episode on the podcast here. You guys both wanted to do like a podcast. Yeah, we both kind of separately came up to you and yeah. said, "Hey, what about this?" And I said, <laughs> "You guys can do it." Yeah, this is way over my head. I'm not that interested. And then we wrang- wrangled you into it. Yeah. We hogtied you and threw you in my jam space, and <laughs> we recorded. And we did some. Hot recording sessions and some very cold recording yes, sessions. Yes, when we were first in my garage, yeah. Oh. It was, uh, you know, it was climate controlled, kind of. By the outdoors. Yeah. By the outdoors. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually probably more reasonable in the winter because we could kind of, like, combat the cold with the heater. but And parkas. Yeah, and clothes. But, like, in the summer, it got brutally hot. Yeah. I remember recording a few uh, Sans Pants um so uh that that was before um you know technology got the best of us and yeah yeah, no exactly but um yeah it's pretty crazy how the the podcast just started from more or less like we were doing a bible study together we were having these you know great discussions i mean you and cal and you and i would Mm -hmm. even just get together and talk theology talk uh, you know how the gospel impacts all of us all of life right? yeah. in in very profound ways. And we were thinking through our faith together and we thought, you know, hey, these would be, you know, great to record. Maybe other people would benefit from us. Um, you know, it's a great way to do a Bible study, have it, have friends access it, that it's accessible to them. They don't have to yeah. drive. It's less coordinating people's schedules and everything, but it's still um, giving them a means to get into scripture. And we, we really wanted to serve that kind of group of friends that we had um, initially with the podcast. And then it kind of expanded. People started listening. It grew. And, um, you know, now 400 episodes later, <laughs> here we are. Um, and we've, we've interviewed so many wonderful people from all walks of life. We've had, uh, you know, economists like Dr. Sean Rittenauer on a couple times to talk about, um, socialism and communism to talk about economics from a christian worldview to talk about unions and whether or not unions are um economically they make sense and if biblically they um if they're legitimate if they're legitimate um (laughs) yeah 
he, so I think he brought a lot of knowledge in, in that area because economics, it's human action. Um, it's the way that we act in this world with our neighbors. Um, it's how we're fulfilling the dominion mandate. So though it might seem out of the realm of a podcast talking about the gospel, it absolutely has gospel implications. Mm. Talk to men like Tony Miano multiple times about uh, evangelism, about abortion, about, um, you know, the defund the police movement. And he had yeah, a really cool, right, yeah. unique perspective as a former um, police officer in L.A. We've talked to, you know, wonderful uh, biblical scholars like Dr. P. Andrew Sandlin, a friend of the show. Um, we've been able to have uh, Marcus Pittman on a couple times to talk about the movies that he's been working on. And we're always excited to just be able to talk to so many different people from so many different walks of life. Like we talked to Ali Beth Stuckey, you know, she's a huge, huge political commentator in the state, just a wonderful Christian sister who's doing her best in her own way with her own audience to do much like we're trying to do on the podcast as well. Help people look at the world through gospel glasses. We've had guys like Scott Horde on who does evangelism and also uh, works out in front of abortion clinics we've just had so many great guests that we've had our friend emily now tomes knee satterfield on uh she wasn't married when we had her on the program to talk about um how the gospel trans transformed her life how she went from being a, um a lesbian to being reconciled to Christ, how she's a living testimony of what First Corinthians six talks about. Yeah. Um, so we've just had just unbelievable privilege um, to get to talk to so many cool people about so many important things. We've talked to a bunch of the team at ARPA, uh, Mike Shooten, Andre Shooten, um, Tabitha Ewart. Uh, they're doing some amazing stuff. ARPA Canada, the Association for Reform Political Action. We've had episodes with Joy and Summer from Sheologians back when they were just starting their podcast. Yeah, we had the first joint episode with those two hosts. So we've done some really cool cool stuff there's some really wonderful episodes that you can get your hands on at thegreatexchange.ca i know as we've had our new website our new rs feed uh, rss feed we've been slowly trying to put some more of those episodes up for you guys um we are both very busy so uh we've been falling asleep at the switch but um you know stay tuned because we will definitely have the back catalog of episodes up there as well we also want to just point out for you we're members of take hold studios right now as well erica and grant Van Brimmer. They have some wonderful go- stuff going down in the United States of America there. They're doing much like what we're trying to do is, you know, bring the the implications of the gospel to all of life. Um, so we're, we're happy to be partnered with them in that. So, you know, perhaps if you're listening to us through Take Hold Studios, you don't really know what our uh, um, our show's about. You don't really know what we do here on The Great Exchange, and you've never listened to those old episodes. Um, so maybe this will engender some excitement in you. But yeah, the, the podcast exists simply to, as our motto says, look at the world through gospel glasses, to understand the world in light of the revealed word of God and the implications of Christ's universal cosmic lordship over all of life. What does that mean? 
when it comes to matters of faith and life. And when we started off, it seems like, you know, so long ago, we were so naive and it, it seems like things were a lot simpler back then. They did seem um, a lot simpler, didn't they? But I think the Lord in his providence, in his mercy, has prepared us for where we are now Mm -hmm. um, and has helped us to devote a lot of time to looking at the world through gospel glasses to trying to understand the scriptures and trying to understand how that impacts our daily lives because we need to know this stuff now more than ever because of all the craziness that's going on in our lives yeah that's so true and you know looking back just because I had the opportunity to go and redo all these graphics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just looking back and where we did start, it was just the basics of the Christian faith because mm-hmm. we wanted to lay a good foundation down. And I think that's the objective of every single Christian, especially when they begin their Christian life. And especially for us being part of a Reformed Church now, we understand the importance of catechizing your children so that they would know what the central tenets of Christianity are and how that's going to apply to all of life. And as scripture says, right, train up your children in the way they should go. And when they're old, they will not depart from it. Mm -hmm. And that's the same sort of idea that we bring maybe inadvertently to the podcast when we first started out. But especially as we continue this, this opportunity that God has provided for us to open up the word of God, address specific issues uh, each and every week. It's training us. It's preparing us for those inevitable battles that we're going to have to face as Christians because we know that we're in a war. We're in a war for truth. We're in a war for the supremacy of Christ to, to be over all and to really wage war against the gates of hell. Mm-hmm. And we know as Christians that we are the offensive. We are to be on the offensive at all times. Satan is on a defensive mechanism because it's the gates of hell, yeah. right? Yeah. So if we understand that correctly, then as we started this podcast, as we've done these 400 episodes, we understand this is important to prepare us for those inevitable battles that we're going to have to take place in and partake in from on a day-to-day basis. And, you know, right from the beginning of our podcast, we hit some hard-hitting issues. Mm-hmm. And we got a lot of slack for it, too. Yeah. Flack for it, not slack, but flack for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when we talked about abortion, we talked about the biblical view of marriage. We talked about how what we're supposed to be doing as Christians and where we're supposed to find our identity, not in things of this world, but in Christ. Mm -hmm. And we've gone through so many different issues, so many different things, and so many different books of the Bible as well. And that's one of the great things I've always said about being part of this podcast is being able to open up the scriptures Mm -hmm. on a nearly weekly basis now, and now especially on a weekly basis, to go through the Word of God and see how all of scripture pertains to all of life. Yes, yeah. And just so we can be mindful of that, you know, when when we look at scripture, when we when we look at Matthew's gospel and we look at the extended account of Christ's preaching on the Sermon on the Mount that basically takes up two chapters from the start of chapter 5 to the basically the end of chapter 7. Basically how Christ ends the Sermon on the Mount is he says these words. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew, 
and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. Verse 26, and everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who has built his house on the sand. And the rain fell and the floods came and the wind blew and beat against that house and it fell and great was the fall of it. Mm -hmm. So what are we to take from this text? Trials and tribulations of life come for all people, believers or unbelievers. But the end of those who hear God's word and do it is vastly different, Mm -hmm. right? That's what he's getting at. Though they've both, everybody in the hearing of his voice is hearing his words, it's hearing and applying, hearing and doing them. That is a biblical idea of hearing. So that's what he's trying to get at. That's what our podcast trying to do. We're trying to give those foundations like you're talking about that we might understand from that rock, from that sure foundation, how we're to approach life in all different facets and be as faithful as we possibly can be in that and that is why i'm so thankful to be able to go through these podcasts with you to be able to you know have 400 podcasts which is a really exciting milestone and hopefully we'll have 400 more to come and beyond that lord Lord willing willing. um but you know it's it's just it is truly a pleasure to go through it with you, my dear brother in Christ, and to be able to go through the Bible, like the book of John, Hebrews, Galatians, uh, Colossians, Romans. We've gone through a lot of books at this point, Um, and it's pretty awesome. It's pretty remarkable that we've had that opportunity to do in-depth Bible study, and then also some amazing interviews and bring up some great topics like the five points of Calvinism. Uh, oh, yeah. The, the five solas. We really, um, in some of those earlier podcasts, you know, really started from the ground floor and, and built, um, you know, a reformed worldview on top of that. Yeah, it's been really an incredible blessing that we have been able to do all these episodes and continue to do so many different things with the podcast and expand it out like even what we have going on right now with the podcast is that ability to create some merchandise now and team up with some other people as well as you've made mention at the beginning of the podcast that we can reach more people with the gospel which is becoming increasingly difficult you could even say nowadays with the culture that we live in where it's trying to suppress the truth of God in unrighteousness and to be able to continue to expand out and look to the future to see how we can continue to expand the outreach of this small podcast to a larger and greater capacity is something I'm really looking forward to because you know this isn't a small matter no as much as it might seem like we don't maybe have the largest audience, we're not, you know, Ben Shapiro or John MacArthur, you know, people that can reach hundreds of thousands of people. With the people that we are able to reach, I think it's a great honor and privilege, and it's a great responsibility mm-hmm. because we have the Word of God. And if we 
are faithful in opening it up and giving it, delivering it to our listeners on a weekly basis, then they can be better edified by it so that they might walk in the same path leading to eternal life so that they can also have that wonderful statement from God proclaimed over them when they reach the celestial city, which is well done, good and faithful servant. Mm-hmm. And that's what we really wanted to do with this podcast. And that's why we started out, as you made mention, to encourage one another and then to expand that out. And I think this is a great way that we can continue to do it provided the Lord continues to allow us to do that. Yeah, and we're just so thankful that, you know, the barrier to creating a ministry has been really dropped, and this ministry can reach a bunch of different people. We've reached people from all around the world with with the podcast. We interact with people from around the world with the podcast, and that's that's an amazing blessing. We have an amazing, um, we have amazing tools that the Lord's given us if we use them and wield them for His glory. It's it's pretty exciting times to, to, to be living and regardless of how big the audience is, we don't do it for for fame and glory. We don't want to be celebrities. We don't like. I think now is a time, especially we, what we've seen with all this COVID and stuff. We don't want to be your external brain. Yeah. We want to spur you on to holiness. We want to give you resources that are going to bless you and are going to disciple help disciple you and and help you get into the word of god more and help you love it and understand it more and build the desire for you to get into it because we need to be christian like i think the day of the gatekeeper the celebrity christian all these things it's it's come and gone and probably for the better as christians we have confessionally stated that the sole infallible rule for faith and practice. So doctrine and life, right? Um, Orthodoxy, orthopraxy is the scriptures. Too often we look to others and even sometimes they're good teachers, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And this is kind of what Paul gets to is like, you know, I'm glad that I didn't baptize a bunch of you because I I don't want to get in these quarrels about you know i'm a disciple of paul i'm a disciple of apollos you know that stuff doesn't matter we have to be disciples of jesus christ and ones who are like the bereans who are searching out in scripture how or what god says to us and and the implications on our lives and now more than ever that's extraordinarily crucial because we've seen a great deal of backsliding we've seen the the emergence of the woke church and so many uh, people backslide um give in to critical race theory which is an ungodly um unbiblical uh, theory pertaining to race, which we've talked about with our friend Samuel Say, who we've had on a couple times yeah. on the podcast. Yet, you know, we're we're looking at uh, even uh, ministries like the Gospel Coalition and how bad they've been on the whole COVID thing. Literally, in the same month, releasing an article saying, you know, vaccine passports and mandates would be going too far. And then, you know, a couple weeks later, it's like, well, maybe there is a certain, you know, level of having ma- vaccine restrictions that would be appropriate. You know, we we got a lot from the Gospel Coalition, but. 
we we can't just take them for granted we can't just you know we we talked about john piper when it came to the american election and his just idiotically stupid conflation of of supporting people who are for abortion on demand for no reason at all you know and funding it with taxpayer money to mean tweets yeah you know so we're seeing men that we love men that we've learned a lot from men that we've cared for ministries that we've taken a lot from who have when it's come to these really important moments have you know shied away from the word of god have not done a good job applying the word of god into these situations and you know it's created a lot of confusion a lot of these things are you know are assailing the church now more than ever and it seems like we live in increasingly a tumultuous time so much so that yeah we're talking about vaccine mandates in order to go to church you know in canada most churches were locked down for an entire calendar year you know some churches are still locked down yeah you know it's it's crazy to think about but this is where we are and this is why we need to look into scripture and and interpret the world by the word of god because that's the only means of knowledge that we have that is we have a revelational epistemology we know because god speaks to us and we have this word from him so we ought to get into it and and shape and fashion our entire lives from it but we talked about on the program nick and maybe you can jump in here how it's not only good enough to proclaim the inerrancy of scripture sola and tota scriptura we need to also believe in the sufficiency of scripture whether the bible's thick enough because that's really where the idea of the inerrancy and infallibility of scripture you know gets its legs right that starts starts to really impact every area of our thought and our life yeah and that's a really important point to bring up because as Christians we have this tendency especially nowadays with the advent of the internet and access to so much more content whether it be information whether it be profitable or not um, because we haven't viewed scripture as sufficient for all of life we are so prone to compromise Mm -hmm. and that's what we're starting to see a lot more of nowadays because we we're not familiar with scripture we're less acquainted with you know all of scripture we might know specific stories like we know about daniel we're dared to be daniels Mm -hmm. you know we're supposed to be like joseph a good and like even as we're going through the book of genesis it's wonderful to see joseph and the upright moral character he has but to stop at Joseph and forget how it points us to Christ is to do disservice to what scripture is, which is God's revelation of redemption in Christ. And when we look at all of scripture and when we study it, Mm -hmm. and that might be the greatest downfall of today's Christians is that we fail to study scripture. We just will take a verse or a passage for the day. Even I've heard a lot of people just talking about how a lot of people will just read a devotion. They won't get into scripture, but there's that verse at the top. Like even Spurgeon's devotions are wonderful. I love them. Yeah. But they're not sufficient. No. Right? They're just a single verse. And if I have 365 verses out of a Bible that has more than, what, 30,000? I'm going to be left short. Mm -hmm. Right? Because I'm touching on 
1% or less than 1% of what the whole Bible says. It's an amazing what uh, Spurgeon can do with that, that and little. He, he can do like two words and it's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. man, that's more than I can get out of a Sunday sermon sometimes. Yeah. But, but that's not sufficient still because all scripture is for all of life. Yeah. Yeah. All scripture is God-breathed, yeah. profitable for teaching, for reproof for correction and for training in righteousness that the man of god might be complete fully equipped for every good work that's the sufficiency of scripture yeah that's second timothy 3 16 and 17 yeah. that's what scripture says about itself and if scripture interpret, interprets scripture and if we have the axiomatic belief that scripture is the true word of god you know coming from god therefore it is true it cannot lie we better take that word very seriously. Yeah, it's it's how does that now apply mm-hmm. to our life and how does it inform our actions, our decision making, and everything that we do on a day-to-day basis? Because as Luther said, my conscience is bound to the word of God, mm-hmm. right? And today it doesn't seem like Christians have their consciences bound to the word of God, but to the prevailing narrative of the day. Mm. And that seems to be a common trend in Christianity right now, in Christendom. And that is a grave error that we need to correct. We need to steer the ship back on course because if we continue as a church to allow that to happen, we're heading for the rocks and the lighthouse is out Mm -hmm. and we are going to crash and it's going to be a devastating calamity that takes place so as christians what we need to be encouraged by and this is why we do the podcast is to open up all of scripture that's why we do weird texts sometimes like we don't miss anything out (laughs) because every part of scripture is necessary for us to understand we might not get to the full depth of it oh certainly not That's that's a great understatement. Did I ever, did I ever tell you this? So we had a Mo and I had a couple over, and uh, you know, uh, one guy was kind of lamenting. I don't think he's all that used to like expositional preaching. Like, oh, my parents like they go to this church and they just watch like Alistair Begg sermons. Um, he's like, you know, I went there like three months after I went there my first time. And he's still in the same book, and I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like what you come to scripture and you're like, man, I got this done and dusted. Like I know exactly I've pulled everything I can get out of this text. Like, y- you know, <laughs> yeah, I've never felt that way. Um, you know, I, I don't think we can feel that way. You know, in heaven, we'll be learning the depths yeah. and riches of God's mer- mercies. It's really- they're uns they're unsearchable inscrutable you know we can't understand it and how how often have we come to scripture just to see a passage that we've read a dozen times to find out i didn't know that was in there oh yeah i mean that happens all the time yeah so i mean all the time that's why we need to be great students of scripture so that we when it comes to our day-to-day life we can have our decisions being guided by the word of god so that we're not going to be swayed or making uh unright or decisions apart from faith because we know apart from faith um we're gonna sin well yeah like paul says that in romans 14 yeah things that are not done from faith are sin right whatever does not proceed from faith is sin romans 14 23 okay so that's that's a principle that we need to understand as christians um now what is you know, assumed when we're talking about the conscience 
of man is that that conscience is guided by the word of God. Yeah, it's, it's held captive to it, which is exactly like Luther's bold here I stand statement, right? Unless I'm convinced by scripture and plain reason, I do not accept the authority of popes and councils because they have contradicted each other. My conscience is captive to the word of God. I cannot and will not recant anything for to go against conscience is neither right nor safe. Here I stand. I can do no other. So help me God. Amen. Yeah, and that's a beautiful statement because what Luther is saying in saying that his conscience is bound to the Word of God is that he has so learnt the Word of God that every decision that he's making now is bound by it, mm-hmm. right? Conscience with knowledge. Yeah, with knowledge. Conscience, yeah. science. Yeah, right? conscience. Science yeah. is knowledge, yeah. right? So if that's what he is saying, and that's what we're trying to do as well, is that we want every decision to be made with knowledge, with the knowledge of God. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, right? Mm, yeah. So we want all of us who listen to this podcast, who might be new to the podcast, who might share this podcast with others, to encourage one another to dive into the Word of God so that not just we make right decisions on a day-to-day basis, we don't want just a bunch of moralists out there, Mm -hmm. but we want people to have an active and living faith in the Son of God, and that's why we make effort on a weekly basis to proclaim the gospel. But also, there has to be legs that go to that faith as well, right? Faith, apart from works, is dead. Mm -hmm. And faith is an active thing. Luther said faith is a very busy thing. Yes. And if we understand that faith is active, it doesn't just stay in our heads and sit on a shelf somewhere. We're going to need to know how to live that faith out. Mm -hmm. And that's where the word of God becomes the ruling and guiding principle for all of life so that we don't get persuaded into a false worldview. So we can say this is true, this is not true, or this is true and this is partly true, Mm -hmm. but it's still not true. Yeah, and I am definitely concerned, especially with with a lot of conversations I've overheard, some stuff that I've heard Christians say as well, um, even when it pertains to COVID and stuff, and I don't want to primarily touch on COVID, um, but a lot of people are looking to public health officials or to science right to be the thing that binds their conscience yeah but that's not a biblical worldview that's not in keeping with reformed confessional standards Mm -hmm. the only source that is able to bind the conscience is the written revealed word of god that's it so neither civic nor ecclesial, nor scientific authorities have the power to bind the conscience of man. Because we have to understand, we we have to understand the antithesis. When we say the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, and fools despise wisdom, you know? Yeah. Even the most learned scientist, if he's not a Christian, can't truly understand the ends in which he does that science for. And so much of what passes for science is politics or philosophy that 
the scientists claim themselves as experts, set themselves up as benefactors, and then in one breath, they go from science to philosophy or theology or politics. And there's, if we're not thinking clearly, informed by the word of God with renewed minds and spirits, we're not going to be able to discern that. Mm-hmm. And we're going to put our faith and hope and trust in man and not in God. And th- that's not saying that, you know, everything that an unbeliever is going to say is untrue. No, we understand that by God's common grace, we work within the same realm, within the same atmosphere, using the same raw materials yeah. to do things. Um, and that unbelievers can know that two plus two equals four. They can't ultimately know why. In the in the the grand ultimate sense, the teleology like teleological um, aspect of that. But you know, we we have to get back again to those good foundations and there's no more sure foundation than the word of god so when we're thinking of vaccines when we're thinking of uh, vaccine mandates when we're thinking of covid passports we have to understand the Christian teaching on the conscience and how that's so important and um you know i just wrote a little thing on it nick and it's maybe it's kind of um awkward to throw it in but i just it'll prove the point on the conscience because i don't think a lot of people understand christian conscience but we actually have in paul's very very helpful book romans (laughs) um he lays out in the the section of the book where he's talking about now that i've laid out all the good theology in the first you know 11 chapters yeah here's how to apply that right so in the application section of romans how do we live life in what's the orthopraxy now that we know the orthodoxy he talks about the conscience and in with knowledge right we've already talked about it mm-hmm. that's assuming a, a priori knowledge paul talks about in romans 3 every man has knowledge of god yeah that's also in romans 1 it's assumed in romans 1 every man has knowledge of god that knowledge is not sufficient to save but it is sufficient to condemn and man in his unrighteousness suppresses that truth in unrighteousness so he can get around that feeling of shame and guilt and condemnation that comes with being at enmity with god but every human being has a conscience built into them with knowledge a priori knowledge they know what is good and right to a certain extent right we have that inner understanding of the conscience that's where that comes from and paul talks very clearly he lays out some really amazing principles in romans 14 so we can better understand conscience as christians and what do we get at we've already talked about it his conclusion in romans 14 is really simple for whatever does not proceed from faith is sin so whatever is not done out of faith is sin so he's talking on matters audiophora at the start of romans 14 and he says on matters where there's no direct revelation of god Mm -hmm. pertaining to these situations um where scripture's less perspicuous paul's saying we need to allow for liberty of conscience a conscience that is well informed by the word of god on these matters so then Understanding that principle, when you go back to the start of Romans uh, 14, verses 1 through 12, 
we get into the idea that, you know, when it concerns, you know, things like getting vaccines, vaccine mandates, wearing masks, Paul lays out simply, as for the one who is weak in faith, welcome him, but not to quarrel over opinion. So these are on matters adiaphora. Mm-hmm. One person believes he may get the vaccine, while the weak person does not. Let not the one who gets the vaccine despise the one who abstains, and let not the one who abstains pass judgment on the one who does not. Put masks in there. Put whatever it may be. On matters of conscience, on matters adiaphora, we need to allow for liberty of conscience, lest we cause our brothers and sisters to sin. That is a biblical concept. And how can we do that? How can we allow for liberty of conscience? Well, Paul in verse 12 gives us the principle that really cuts to the quick. So then each of us will give an account of himself to God. Yeah. We've talked about it on the program. We don't have to play God because God is God and he will judge every man. So on matters of conscience, we can allow for liberty. And on matters of conscience, we as Christians must not be doing things out of rash um, reaction, but we must seek to cultivate those consciences and renew them in the word of God that we can live before God, quorum Deo, mm-hmm. in freedom, with freedom of conscience, not feeling the pains of conscience, right? That's what we're called to do. And that's what we must strive to do by getting into the word, by understanding the word. And that's ultimately what the podcast is all about. Why I've been so excited to go through 400 podcasts and, and really grow and develop the podcast starting from literally not knowing (laughs) anything yeah and and just growing it and and developing it and you know being so blessed to have some wonderful guests on and have so many people listen to it nick do you have anything else that you want to cover obviously as of recording um it's it's a canadian election um yeah maybe you want to talk about regardless of who's the prime minister christ is king (laughs) well and that that's a big thing right we we hope you know, we did a couple episodes. There was uh, an episode from the 21st Century Christian, Bryce Clausen, talking about the whole electoral process here in Canada. We did an episode last week just talking about the different political parties here in Canada. And, and we hope that as you had gone to the polls, you would have made a decision based off of the Word of God in good conscience, right? That's that's how I think both of us went to the polls, um, not stating, you know, which party we were voting for or anything. We just looked at what each party was standing for, what each person was promoting as our... our, our in our elect, or like in our writings. In our writings, yes. So we wanted to make sure that you as Christians, as you as people who listen to this podcast and are seeking to live your life faithfully before the Lord, that you would also understand that if your person gets elected or not, you could in clear conscience say, well, I voted for the person that I thought was best for this next four years, right? Mm -hmm. And though there is a great chance, and I mean, we know all the parties here in Canada are all ungodly, so there might be some individual MPs that are actually for some form of righteousness. 
it's it's going to be another four years of somebody who does not care primarily for the righteousness of Christ to reign and rule over all. Mm-hmm. But that is a lesser concern for us if as Christians than how do we remain faithful? Mm. Because that's the most important thing. And as we've talked about issues of conscience, as we've talked about the importance of studying Scripture, it is so that whether we are in a time of uh, blessing and prosperity or in a time of judgment and uh, wicked rulers over us, we will still know how to live faithfully before God. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, that's all that truly matters. Mm-hmm. Whether we stand or whether we fall, are we faithful to Him? Right? So... The importance of this podcast, the importance of what we do here is so that whether it's Justin Trudeau who's leading our country, Aaron O'Toole, you know, whichever candidate it is now Mm -hmm. that has been elected prime minister for the next four years, we can have confidence that God is still ruling and reigning over all. Yeah. And and I'm just, I can't help but like we didn't get here by accident. No. We're not here. We're not here with a with a set of horribly ungodly rulers and the major parties in our country being all crazy secularists for the most part, and the conservative party being just a different shade of red, essentially. Um, especially when it pertains to their leadership, we didn't get here by accident. We got here because the church abdicated its responsibility to go on the offensive, as you made mention at the start of the podcast, to do what God's called them to do. To f- they failed to look at the world through gospel glasses. They failed to look at all of life through a scriptural lens and go out there and live life quorum deo go out there and infiltrate every aspect of life with a christian worldview being salt and light wherever they go that's how we end up with this culture if we as christians stop being salt and light to culture we should never be surprised when it's tasteless and dark yeah because the the retreat of the christian worldview from society calls forth evil worldviews it calls forth the 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 kingdom of darkness so we have to be that light set upon a hill and we have to start by informing our minds by the word of God. And that's so much of what we're trying to do and trying to spur each other on. You know, this, this helps build our faith. It helps build us up each and every week. We enjoy bringing the content and we hope it helps you um, and ultimately spurs you to, you know, get into a community of Christians and boldly live your lives. Quorum Deo. And guys, we have nothing to be ashamed of. We are God's elect, God's chosen people in Christ, redeemed from this world. Christ has overcome this world. He has all authority in heaven and on earth. So therefore, we're to go into the world as ambassadors of Jesus Christ and walk boldly and speak boldly of what Christ has done and what Christ is doing. That way we can call to himself through the power of his spirit, all those who is he he's appointed to salvation. And we need to do that now more than ever. As it looks more dark, we need to, as the church, 
shine the brightest light that we can on this world while we're given time to do it. That, that's right. The, I think it was Steve Lawson who said, the night is darkest right before the dawn. Mm-hmm. And that is such the case for today, right? Post Tenebrous Lux. Right? We, we celebrate the Reformation. Yeah. There were centuries of darkness. Yeah. yeah. And, and this before is the, that light broke this out. Is, this is the case for our very day where it is dark and we're seeing the effects of sin ravaging itself over our nation. But if we are going to roll over and play dead as a church or not speak into the world, the wonderful redemptive work of Christ. Which is the prophetic office that he's given the church, right? Yeah. That's a part of his, his kingly rule. And we are his ambassadors. Yeah. So we should be about the business of proclaiming his excellencies amongst our nation. But if we fail to do that, we cannot expect anything other than the full demise of this nation. <laughs> It shouldn't surprise us. <laughs> no. Like, like I, that's the funny part is we're, it, it's when you talk to people Sunday afternoon after church, it's like, how did we get here? Like, how did we get here? Well, it's simple. We've called forth the secularization of our culture by retreating to Christian silos, by stop, by stopping our, our, our mission. Yeah. We, we, through bad Christian missiology, through a truncated gospel, through cramped theology. That's how we got here. Mm-hmm. Um, it shouldn't be a surprise. But the, but the beauty is we can repent and believe again, and God will be merciful to us in doing that. Yeah. You know, that's what we got to do. Yeah. So, so I think, you know, as we, we look at 400 episodes, as we look at our, our goal here on the podcast, what we're, we're, we're desiring to do is that we would be found faithful. Mm-hmm. We, we see the world that God has placed us in, and it's not a utopia. Mm-hmm. We know that the utopia, the, the great expectation of our hope is yet to come. We have a wonderful inheritance waiting for us. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, we have to be about the business of the king's work. And if we shirk that responsibility, we cannot expect to live in his kingdom. Mm-hmm. So let us be found faithful. Let us heed the warnings from Scripture to persevere to the end. Let us be found not hiding our lamp under our basket. Mm-hmm. Let, it, let us be found faithful this day and every day until we go to the Lord or He comes back. Mm-hmm. And that is our great message for these past 400 episodes, yeah. I think, and the next 400 episodes, yeah. Lord willing. Yeah, it's the message really hasn't changed no, throughout it, it 400. <laughs> it, it hasn't changed in how many millennia the so far? The and the, the context of the application have changed. Context changes, but constantly. the message stays the same. Yeah, and that's, that's the heartbeat of the podcast. It's yeah. to look at the world through gospel glasses. And we encourage you to come along for the ride. We want to do it. We want to produce more content. We have some wonderful resources like that sweet shirt that Nick's coming on. Or, or what coming on? You're wearing it. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> the sweet shirt that Nick's wearing. Um, we got some new podcasts. We're on some new platforms like Take Hold Studio. We're constantly trying to do... Uh, more and more uh, with the little time that we have to do yeah. the podcast and everything. Um, and, and hopefully we, we talked about it, but um, eventually once we get the store up, once we get the merch going, 
we're going to look to do some more, um, you know, exclusive content, some things that um, if you want to partner with us in this ministry, um, become a member, you'll get some benefits, um, some discounts on merch, and then also some cool exclusive content as well. So it's all part of the growing phase. We tend to do it slowly. That's what 400 episodes is, has taught us as well. Yeah. But um, we're always thankful for you all who have been along for the ride. And we just hope you would share and uh, like the episode and, and pass it around and uh, tell people about the podcast because we definitely want to get it out to more people. You can check out everything that we're doing, thegreatexchange.ca. Uh, Lord willing, we will find some time to get some of those old um, back catalog of episodes up there so you can, if you want to, take um, a gander at some of those older episodes as well. Um especially some of the wonderful interviews we've done. It's definitely worth your time to do that. Um, but uh, Nick, do you have anything to say before we, uh, before we wrap this sucker up? Just want-, I want to thank everybody who has tuned into our podcast at any point in time over the last 400 episodes, last six years. We really appreciate it. Uh, again, if you want to reach out to us, if you want to share your support, your your love, your encouragement, you can do that either on Facebook, Instagram. We have social media accounts there. You can also send us an email, the Great Exchange Podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, we look forward to hearing from you too because we want to encourage you and we definitely look forward to the encouragement as well. So really appreciate it. We look forward to uh, hearing from you guys and engaging with you more in the future as well. Absolutely, brother. Well, well said. Thank you so much. Glad to do it. 400 episodes down the tube. It was super good, super fun. Hopefully the Lord will bless us with many more. We hope you enjoyed the episode, but as we say at the end of every podcast, it is finished.